Eternal Dirtles is a Hipsters of the Coast podcast sponsored by Paragon City Games and Cast Haven. You can find out more at patreon.com slash eternal dirtles. To Eternal Dirtles. I'm your host, Zach Clark, and with me as always is Nathan Golia. Nate, how's it going? Pretty good. So we're both on our new computers. Yes. New yes. Year's, new us, right? <laughs> we'll see how this works. Hopefully it sounds great. Yeah, hopefully. Um, so you were sick last week. I was, Sorry. indeed. So yeah. That's why we missed last week, but I'm glad you're feeling better. Sorry, everybody. Yeah. Well, what could you do? It's Actually, it's funny. This is like the first winter, knock on wood. Since I've had kids that I haven't been like sick the entire time, I've actually felt pretty good. You got that uh, that uh, like immunity busted up there. Finally, <laughs> I know it's like after after so many exotic diseases from children, they're uh, finally I'm finally developing immunity. But uh, but we you know we usually at this point we talk about like well what did you did you play Legacy this week right? Yeah, that's usually what we do. That's this point. generally what we do. And this week, I think we're gonna t- we're gonna talk a little bit about playing Legacy on Magic Online. Yeah. Because I don't think either of us played Paper Legacy this week. Well, I know uh, I did. I I, I did not. I looked at my deck physically a couple of times, but uh, uh, yeah, I uh, now that I have a PC, I can more readily play Magic Online, and uh, that's the, I spent the the week doing uh doing a little bit of research. Right, because you're getting ready for uh the Star City team event in Philadelphia. Yeah, the Open. Yeah, we're gonna play Legacy Infect. Yep. So, and there was other, there was there was another team event this week, so you can kind of like take a look at that and see what to expect. But so you're getting your reps in though before a big tournament, which is pretty nice, right? Yeah, yeah, it's kind of great to be able to just like sit down at home and uh, and bust out bust out some matches and and you know, uh, I, there's definitely some things online that are happening that I I don't think are happening in the real world, and vice versa. There's some things online that I'm making mistakes on that I would never make mistakes on in the real world, um, but Overall, like, uh, yeah, it's it's kind of great to be able to just uh, sit down, not have to travel out, and, and get in a couple of reps uh, when you know when you when you feel like you you need to to get extra practice in. Well, that's that's a good place. That's a good way to start because that was what I was thinking we could talk about today. So you're you know ostensibly you're practicing for a big tournament, right? Yeah. And you're getting reps in with your deck, but the Magic Online play experience is slightly different, if not very different than the live experience right yeah oh yeah what do you th- what do you think you know speak you can speak very specifically about playing infect because i bet there are some interesting things that come up you know what are some of the things that you say like i would never do this in paper but i do it on magic online uh well hmm well i'll give you an example yeah like okay so wait, sorry let me put you on the spot let me think while i'm saying this yeah, yeah so i was playing the other night i was playing against a standstill deck and he I attacked with uh, Nimble Mongoose into his land and Mishra's factory when he had a standstill up, right? Mm-hmm. So I did it thinking he would hope, hope thinking that he would think I was going to misclick. Um, and I misclicked. So he, he goes, he, he activates his Mishra's factory, he um, puts it in front of my Mongoose, and he taps it to make it a 3 3. He's going to think he's going to trade with this Mongoose, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm and I'm set up for this like I don't care. Now he's tapped out. 
So I source the plowshares, his mistress factory. And he and that triggers a standstill. So the standstill trigger goes on the stack, and all of a sudden he I see him his life total go down. And he force of wills my source to plowshares, which triggers the standstill. Because no. the trigger hasn't resolved. <laughs> so suddenly I got to draw three cards. So I drew three cards, Forcible Resolve, and I stifled the uh, activation to of still course. kill the yeah, Mistress yeah, yeah. Factory. But the point is, like, that is something that's interesting about Magic Online that I've found. Now I'm, like, because you have to, like, is this trigger on the stack? Has this resolved? What's what's the game state? You now can visualize it in paper. Yeah, you can I think see it. a lot easier, right? For sure. And I, I think it's in fact, there's a lot of stack interaction. There is it, a, in a combat. lot of stack interaction, in fact. Right? Yeah, yeah. mid-combat mostly. Um, I, I guess one of the things that I, you know, I, you, you kind of realize is like when a Flusterstorm, like, combat situation happens. Um, yeah, and how, I how imagine that's miserable. Freaking crazy that is, especially if your opponent also has a Flusterstorm. Um, so there was a situation where I was attacking into my opponent and um i you know i was going for the kill and he uh he uh force of willed one of uh, you know one of my pump spells and i flusterstormed it back knowing he only had one mana left but i had two more mana open and he flusterstormed my uh my flusterstorm and then i guess he he didn't just realize that i had the mana to pay for it um so that i did um, and, and he ended up losing, but like, I think, I think, uh, he had, he had other options, uh, like, you know, like casting lightning bolt or whatnot, uh, that he just didn't, he, he wasn't paying attention to because, you know, the stacks like right there in front of him. But like, yeah. I think he was expecting me to just allow the, allow the fluster storm to resolve. Um, and, and it's so much easier to like not make that mistake when you've got a bunch of lands in front of you and you're like, oh, okay, well, there's that many fluster storms and I have two lands in play. I just need to pay two mana and okay, all my stuff resolves. Well, there's other th another <clears throat> thing that's going on is you can sit there and talk to yourself. You know? That is also and no one, very And no one's going to complain, right? Yeah. You've got, it's, a, it's, a, it's not a shared clock and you're not being weird. I mean, I'll be sitting, at, I'll be, you know, sitting on my computer and then suddenly start like counting. And my wife will look at me funny sometimes, but yeah. like other than that, um, but uh, yeah, I think that it's hard to say like what what the impact of that is, how that translates to like a better skill in the paper game. Yeah. Because on the one hand, like triggered abilities always happen, so it's like, would you forget a trigger in in paper, right? But on the other hand, since triggered abilities always happen, you see the card, you get to your upkeep, and you could visualize like this happened, right? Oh yeah. Dark confidant's gonna happen or whatever it is, you know. And I think I think I think that is helpful, but the 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 agony of Magic Online is the misclicks, right? Like my yeah. my poor opponent who didn't who thought the stance his standstill was on the stack, so he's like, okay, I'll just force this, and then I'll just get my cards, right? Not realizing that uh, I would you know, have never noticed that uh, in, in on in like real life. I would have I would have like I used to play standstill in, in Merfolk. I didn't know if the standstill like went onto the stack that uh, you could generate like more than three cards from it somehow. Well, it's because the, in paper you point to your standstill, you say trigger, you move it to your graveyard with your hands and then you draw three cards Yeah. online. You have to wait for the game to do that for you. Yeah. It's not as tactile. It's not as sort of 
what's the word? It's like muscle memory, you know? Mm-hmm. I've moved a lot of standstills to a lot of graveyards in my time. You know? Yeah, oh yeah. So, so, so yeah, I mean... In fact, I find I think would be a really interesting deck for this because I imagine, like you said, the, the, there's these in in combat stack situations. There's everybody's playing Fluster Storm in this situation. Yeah. There's hexproof versus um, like the effects that give hexproof, which is different than a counter spell. If that makes sense. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Well, what about the meta online? Are, are you do you feel like you're preparing for what you're going to see? I don't know. You know, I feel like people have started to move away from pile, um, or at least I'm not in real life. I don't see as many fatal pushes, and maybe that's just my meta. But I really feel like fatal push has gone down a bit. Which, if I were if I were to play uh, Tarmogoyf or Rug Delver, I'd be playing Tarmogoyf again. But um, yeah, I. I don't know. I'm seeing a lot of uh, rug, or not a lot of rug, a lot of uh, Grixis Delver and Grixis Pile, which are very popular online. We've always said that. When you see the meta game, it's it's skewed in a way, right? You know, definitely. That yeah, that it, that seems like the the internet has a lot more of that. Um, I find what one thing I think is different from uh like the online meta versus paper is that. Online, you'll see a lot of like incremental changes to decks, and you'll go in thinking like, "Oh, I, had a, I have okay, well, I have a good matchup against this, right?" And then they'll blow you out with some tech that is really like online first, you know. And then you go to paper, and it hasn't been adopted yeah. then yet. So. Yeah, even you know, and and I think with with online, there's a lot more. I, I I'll say experimenting with cards that people normally wouldn't play. You get weird sideboard choices that are like close approximations of other cards that sort of mess with what you actually expected. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, one of those cards is is Shaper's uh, Sanctuary. Are you testing that in your deck? I'm playing that in the board right now, but I'm not playing Sullivan Safekeeper. Um, and you know, throwing that onto the board against Grixis on turn one, they're just like they don't even know what to make of that card. Yeah, because they're gonna give you a card every time they get, which yeah, is a lot at like, that point. That's, I mean, that's you know, eight, eight cards a game sometimes. You know, like, uh, you know, they have a lot of removal and they can take a lot of your guys off the board. It, Do you feel like you're learning <clears throat> though that it's a good card? Do you think that? I it's think I'm definitely. Off? I I almost want to move that to main and take out the uh, Sylvan Library because I think just raw card draw is is actually just better. Uh, and for the most part, and the times it's a blank or, you know, versus like Storm and Show and Tell, it's like, fine, I, I drew my one, one of blank. It would have been a bl- blank if it was Sylvan Library against those decks, too. Yep. No, very much so, right? You know, like, I mean, it would have been a total blank, but like, I'm not casting that on turn two, you know? <laughs> like, not against those decks, mm-hmm. you know? I think sideboarding on Magic Online is is actually one of the best Thing, but one of the best ways, one of the best things to learn. I'm sorry, one of the best ways to learn sideboarding is on Magic Online because you can think through your choices. You got that five minutes where you're staring at your entire deck and you're not just looking at it in different piles. It's not, did I take this out? Did I put this in? Like, you know that, you know, you can sort of see like, okay, this package is coming out, this package is coming in for this mm-hmm. matchup, and uh, I find that to be some of the. I think I, I think I'm a I think I'm a better sideboarder since I've been playing Magic Online now for about a year. You know, yeah, I think I'll, it just it just like improves that skill. 
I will say, man, one of the other sideboard cards I've been using as far as uh, be your better sideboard plan, man, Teferi's response is the silliest magic card ever uh, when, when it resolves. Yep. <laughs> it's just like, oh, I'll draw two cards. Also, your port didn't work and it dies. Uh, oh, look at that. I drew the rest of the cards for the combo I need. You're dead. Um, well, it... I mean, predict predict is a good card. <laughs> yeah. And, like, that's that's what predict does. <laughs> yeah. It's like predict, but it's also a counterspell that, like, yeah. forwards your game plan. But the counter is a stifle. That's, like, stifle draw two cards. Yeah. Right? Well, even, you know, it even counters, uh, like, lightning bolt and stuff if they're targeting your ink. ink oh, that's right. You know? That's right, right, yeah. Yep. Any anything that they're using to kill your land, you can stop. So it's you know it's a two mana draw two that also like forwards your game plan. Now you can't always afford that, uh, honestly, but you know you're playing mana dorks. Uh, you're an eighteen land deck, sometimes nineteen or twenty depending on what your sideboard looks like. Mm -hmm. Um and yeah, I I think that uh you know there. It, so there's something to be said about being able to like look at your entire deck and then decide like what needs to come out and what needs to go in. It makes it makes you uh, uh, smarter as far as your sideboarding plan goes, at the very least. Yeah, talking a little bit more about um, the the impact on what you learn about the meta, right? So you, I mean, you don't have to read them, but you've been listing all the decks you play against. Yeah. You have a little note with the person's name in their deck, right? Yeah. So yeah, that's and one of the things what... I kind of kept kept doing is is I, I'm writing down each each person's handle and what deck they're on, so that if I if I do see them again, I'll have an idea, or I can be like, hey, last time you know you were playing this, because like I said, I didn't play a lot of Magic Online uh, initially. Like I had a little a little bit of an experience when it first came out, and a little bit like on my laptop on my Mac, but like yeah. playing uh, playing uh, you know on Parallels or whatever, it, it's it's not very fun. So. Um, yeah, I figured, you know, one, you can talk to somebody about, you know, what deck, what deck they're on and, you know, whatever. You have a little bit of a community there. Um, yep. but, uh, also it, it allows me to know like who's, who's a jerk, <laughs> <laughs> right. you know, if someone's, if someone's super rude, I'll just like mark it. Okay. Don't talk to this guy. Cause he's, he's being a jerk or whatever. And then that, that way I'll know. But like I had a great uh, a, a great conversation with a guy uh, or maybe girl, granny payback. Uh, about Rug Delver, and uh, I played uh, three games against uh, against uh, them. And uh, at the end of the games, I was like, "Did you have Tarmogoyce in your deck?" And they were like, "Yeah, I did. I just never drew them." So, you know, yeah. and we we talked a little bit about you know the the deck itself and and uh, where you know where they think it is and whether or not it's good. And uh, and they said something sort of insightful. This is the deck that I have online. Yeah, <laughs> this you is know? the deck that I have online. Yeah. That's how I am with the, with Bad Delver right now. Like that's the deck I have online. <laughs> yeah, and that's and, and that's the thing is like you know the 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 meta. I, I feel like the meta moves maybe a little bit slower online because people aren't trying to invest a ton of money on on Magic Online because they have paper cards and also like the the market is slightly more volatile online, um and and generally in a negative way. Well, that's uh, I was gonna say like. Um, I don't have True Name Nemesis online, right? And I wanted to like test this deck I was playing, but like I'm not uh, True Name Nemesis is not a card I'm going to get online right now. It's some ridiculous amount of tickets, right? So I just came up with another deck that's sort of close, <laughs> and now I can't decide which one I've been testing. You know, yeah. I go back and forth to the paper one, and I'm like, oh yeah, I've been, this this one doesn't have Nimble Mongoose in it, <laughs> you know? <Yeah. laughs> um, 
so uh, I forget what I was. But anyway, yeah. So you're, I was talking about you. You know, you're taking notes. You're you're seeing what people are doing, right? I think that's one thing about you know how meta meta moves faster, slower, online versus paper. I think is actually because of the economy being different. Like sometimes you can pick up a card for you know a penny and throw it in your deck, right? Yeah. And then you got to find it now. That so here's my this this becomes the the game, right? If you're testing for paper tournament, right? And I'm thinking about the card uh, Dire Fleet. Uh oh. I forgot what it's called. It's a it's a new card from the new set. Um, it's like a, the red Snapcaster, Dire Fleet Daredevil, I think. Okay. That's what it's called. And I started seeing it in these DNT decks online, and it's it's not like it wasn't like super blowout city, you know, mm-hmm. the times I saw it. But it's <coughs> cool and it's there, you know, and it makes you think like. Violon 2, right? Yeah. They could snipe my fatal push and fatal push my guy at the end of their at the end of my turn, you know? Um so the question then becomes, but those those, those are accessible, right? Mm-hmm. No one has to you don't have to like buy like you don't have to like find Rivals Vixelon packs and open them or hope that your store has opened enough Rivals Vixelon packs to of have course, this card. Yeah. Yeah, you just get it. Just go get <laughs> it's it. Like yeah. whatever, right? It's like I'll pay a and bot, it, like you know, the the two tickets it costs for a playset of those. Yeah. So now when you go to the Star City Open on Saturday, right, and you see like I'm just using this deck as an example. It can be anything with like a with like that you saw a new tech in online. Now that now you're playing a sub game, right? This has this person up seen this list, so they updated it to include yeah. this. You know, and I think that's pretty interesting. Right? There's there's a real like weird thing about like team events anyhow, because you never know why people are there. You know, maybe you have three spikes. Each person knows their format really well. Maybe you have a situation like me where it's, it's three friends getting together to play to play. One of them knows their deck inside out. The other two don't play as often and it's going to be a softer match in the in, in modern and standard for people, but you know, legacy might be a little bit harder. And if I end up getting matched up against people who are, you know, coming with their friend who has a modern deck, their friend who has a, a standard deck, and someone's playing like blue red with uh, steam vents or something like that, you know, like uh, just just because they were like, well, our third friend will just play whatever, and you know, we'll try and win. You know, there, there's going to be a non-zero number of people that are like, ah, we just threw a deck together in whatever format to get our friend to to be able to show up so that we could play this game. More often than not, that actually might actually be standard. Yeah, but, you know, yeah. well, yeah, true. And, and, and you know, that's going to thin out as you win more, obviously. But there, there's going to be a, a few people who are just like, well, you know, I did whatever, you know, because, like, I, like I, I'm playing Infect. Uh, a, my modern player is, is playing Burn because he's like, eh, this is a deck I own, know how to play, and <laughs> yep. uh, I think it, I think it's okay right now. You know, like he doesn't he hasn't played modern uh, very often in the last like few months, and and uh, the the guy playing standard is like, build me something, you know. So build me playing, something to play. Yeah, we're playing. He was gonna play. He was gonna. Red, he, right? he was gonna play. Uh, no, we we're gonna uh, put together uh, energy because we we're like, well, if it's the best deck, like I'll just. <laughs> get... It's not that expensive, you know. Like, no, oh, you're, I know you're totally right. But there it's funny, you go, right? and like, here you are. Here, play the best deck. I you don't know, know. it's like you know, if, if the best deck in standard is two hundred dollars, and we do this once a year, you know, like why not make sure everyone has 
the the prime deck for, for whatever they're doing. You know, like that everyone wants to play the like the perfect deck. So we were like, yeah, just someone's either going to play red deck wins or play energy, and they'll have all of the cards for it. Um, well, I think the thing is, your point though is 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 also to be taken in that you know online you see these things that happen fast. You see the new tech first, especially if it's if it's inexpensive online tech, right? Yeah, and the, the funny thing is, like, there's not a lot of expensive but techy cards online, if that makes sense. Yeah, like <clears throat> the expensive cards online are cards that people know about, right? And there's inexpensive versions of cards, like Tabernacle is whatever, like I don't know, maybe like twenty online or something like yeah. that. That's a lot easier to get to than thirteen hundred dollars, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so you might might be apt <laughs> to see more people trying Tabernacle in a deck if that makes if that's like a thing that they are interested in, right? Yeah. Um, so like, but when you go to a paper tournament, especially with legacy where people, you know, they build their deck and they have their deck, you know, and maybe they don't change it or they don't, they don't, maybe they don't play online or they don't follow things very closely. And you've, you've hyper, you you can hyper, you can basically what you can psych yourself out, right? Yeah, you can over metagame Ooh, for sure. They, you can over, you can over metagame because you get the like up to the minute, super refined online metagame. But then you go and like you know it's a little slower or you know, the people the the players are a little bit less likely to make changes. Like I'm not taking maybe they foiled out their deck and they're not yeah. going to find a foil dire fleet daredevil, you know this week. Yeah, yeah. So if they've got like foil D and T. They're like you know what I've got foil D and T. I've got my summer magic planes. I'm not taking those out for revised plateaus. You know, like yeah. I, and, I mean you know that's the. But anyway, that's that's what I was saying. And I think it's interesting about it, about uh, you know, the, trying to, to test online. But anyway, I mean, also, I, I, the, think, I think it's worth it. One of the things about over metagaming in in Legacy is that sometimes you can just lose to a pile of cards if you go too far. You know, right? Or uh, you you can you're, you can make your deck. It's tempting to make your deck into a pile of cards. Mm -hmm. That's a trap I've I've fallen into in the past. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, I've I, I've done that in, back when I used to play standard a lot more. You know, my my deck would be so tuned into the metagame at Twenty Side Store that if I ever left Twenty Side Store, I would I would be completely bombarded by whatever the other stores like metagame was. Right, I, that happened to me with Modern. Like I I I was like I was taking up this was when Sensei's Divine Top was still legal and Miracle was kind of just doing its thing, and I was sort of like, okay, well, Legacy, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna play Modern this week, and I kind of like watched a Modern tournament at, at Paragon. I built a deck, and then I went back to Paragon, went 4-0. I was like, this is great. I broke Modern. And then uh, <laughs> I was like, I'm going to take this. And there was like a Winna box at some other store, and I, you know, I like had, I sort of somehow had like this afternoon free uh, on the weekend. So I went and did it, and I just got destroyed because that store was basically like, you know, I was playing like a control deck, and they, so was everyone else, yeah. <laughs> you know? Whereas usually that's not like the thing that wasn't like the thing at Paragon. At Paragon you could see like the weird combo deck. We will play weird combo decks and collected company and like tribal walls is like stuff I played against. Tribal walls. I, actually that was the that was that was in the four that was the three and O bracket I played against tribal walls. Wow. <laughs> it was well it was like Defender Ramp, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like those defender cards that add mana. So you end up with all these walls and then like they had um the uh thing that your cards of defender can attack. Rolling, um, Rolling stones? <laughs> no, it was it's, it's something from Kanzatark here. But the point is, like, it was a cool okay. deck, and I was like, I almost got I almost got blown up by it because, uh, you know, I couldn't beat like MX4 with my uh, 
Henny's expertise. Assault Formation, I think, is the card you're talking about. Yes, Assault Formation is the card I'm talking about. I really wish it was Rolling Stones instead. That would be sick. Um, That's probably Modern Legal, right? That's probably been in, like, ninth edition. Uh, That's Um, totally possible. I'm sure there's a white border Rolling Stones uh, tumbling around somebody's box somewhere. White border, new border. Yeah, that's like eighth. That's that's an eighth or ninth edition card right there. Yeah. Anyway, like like you're saying, and like with Legacy, it's the same thing where it's like, well, you know, some people are playing this, so I got to have like my access to this one thing that counters that effect. You know, like I had a warmth in my sideboard after I got destroyed by burn. <laughs> I like put warmth in my sideboard, and then I played two leagues where I didn't see like red cards at all, <laughs> like or like not enough to make it worth it. You know? Point of fact, uh, Rolling Stones eighth edition. Good. Um, good, good. Just, just to, to circle that. back around so that no one no one has to Google that for themselves. But anyway, I still think like just sort of close out this point. I think that testing on I think it's good to test online, and I just but I think it's it's there's a lot of stuff you should be keeping in mind as you're doing it. Yeah. You're, you're getting a lot of games in. You're getting rapid fire games. You're playing against you know super tacked out stuff. You're playing in a situation where you're never gonna forget it. You're never gonna forget a trigger. But you're probably not going to face like an infinite loop deck for the same reason, you know. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. It's cool. St- it's good stuff. It'd be interesting to see after how you feel after uh, after this weekend um, in terms of the meta differences. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that I can I can um, almost guarantee that th- there will be a lot of pile out there anyhow because there always you know there's always a pretty good amount of pile in Grixis. Um, but I, I'm I'm really hoping that I can. Uh, I can get past those decks uh, and play, you know, play the, play the matches. Magic is, is always a game where, like, if you get good matchups, that's that's what takes you to the end. And so getting some early good matchups, having my friends do well, you know, that would be nice. It, it'd be cool to – it's cool to hang out with your friends. It's even cooler to hang out with your friends when you're winning. Right. All right, so let's uh, let's move on to just talk – you want to just talk quickly about the uh, the team event that just happened? Yeah, let's talk about that. And it's hard because I don't think they broke out the decks, you know, so I can say what you're playing. But, okay, so first place, the first place team legacy deck was Lands. Second place was Turbo Depths. Third was Grixis Delver. Mm-hmm. Fourth was Mono Red Sneak Mono Attack. Mono Red Sneak Attack. Yep. Fifth was Storm. Sixth was Death and Taxes. And let's do a quick clickety-do here. He did not have the red cards. This is not with the red package. Um, seventh was oh seventh was death and taxes with the red package though. He's okay. got yeah. um well he doesn't have the dire fleet daredevil. He does have Magus of the Moon. Pia and Kieran in the deck though. That's pretty wild. Pia and Kieran. This is this is the deck that uh, Itai was playing. Um, our friend from uh, Brooklyn. Uh, and then eighth place is Bug Delver. Yeah. So bug threshold. I mean, that's, that's... <laughs> Sultai Delver is what it says here. Uh, he's got Leovold in his Delver deck. Yep. Um, so I mean that could be a legacy. That's like a, a credible legacy top eight. It's not like some someone with like a really wonky deck made it. You know, thanks to yeah. his team carrying him. You know, this top eight is missing Rug Delver. Is all I'm saying. Yeah. No, but well, um... ninth and ninth and tenth both D and T. By the way. Oh yeah. Jeez. Well, I mean, I think I have an okay matchup against D&T. If it's a bunch of D&T players, I don't expect Philly to be a bunch of D&D, D&T players. Yeah. Um, oh, it, it's, it's tough because, like, 
that that's a deck that like you can borrow from somebody that they won't be too upset about too. You know, well, like uh, take my card. Definitely. It's a bunch of non like what is it? You're gonna lose my five hundred dollars in Rashid imports. Well, once this once Rashad and Port gets reprinted, this deck is gonna collapse in price. Oh god! Like, and then we're and just gonna, gonna, have then to it's play gonna be, then it's gonna be everywhere, right? Yeah. Oh, and especially yeah. if Plateau is like the splash of choice. I'm like, are you kidding? Like, <laughs> yeah, get your plateaus now, people. Yeah, get your plateaus now. Um, but yeah, I think that's a perfectly credible. In fact, I'm looking at the uh, legacy. Oh, one thing I meant to do and I didn't is check how many people played the legacy classic. Um, I've been sort of checking to see like how many. Two hundred and seven players, it says. So, that's that's um. Oh, the Legacy Classic. Sorry, I'm talking about Team Constructed. So it looks like the Team Constructed was two hundred and seven players. Is that like teams? Yeah, it's probably two hundred and seven teams times yeah. three people each. Yeah. Uh, there were only sixty-seven people in the Legacy Classic, which is a little disappointing. Oops, my bad on that. <clears throat> I was accidentally playing the uh, thing. So sixty-seven or something, and. 152 from the modern classic and 89. So they weren't very well attended classics, I guess would be the way to put it. Yeah. Which is maybe doesn't make it that big a deal, but um, well, the legacy classic had sneak and show win over lands with Grixis Delver, mono red prison, which is mono red sneak attack. Oh no, this one is, this one's got sorcerer spyglass main. That's cool. Um, more lands, more storm, more mono red. Actually, not a very, uh, not a very mixed up uh, tournament here, but not a lot of Grixis in this classic, though. Yeah, I think the last time we talked, I was saying like Grixis isn't doing itself any flavor, any favors by uh, being all over the place. There's one Grixis in third place, no check pile decks, and one Bug Delver in twelfth. So that's your basically that's the entire representation of Death Right. Oh, another Bug Belver in fifth. I mean, if you look at the what the week before we had the um, team trios in Santa Clara, yeah, um, and that was what five decks that had four shamans in it. Yep. Yeah, that's. I mean, so people yeah, are people, people are backed adjusting, off a little bit. People uh, yeah, definitely also, backed off a little bit. Yeah, I mean, also like. You know, people start to hate on that deck after a while. You know, like, people find ways around things. Uh, Legacy is a format where you get to use pretty much all the magic cards. You can uh, you can metagame effectively against against a particular deck. So yep. that probably... If it's, if it's that popular, yeah. Yeah, that probably helps. I will say this. Now I'm looking at the team constructed. I see a lot of D&T. 20th place is Death and Taxes. Uh, 21st is Maverick. So give up for this guy. This guy. This guy. He had uh, two Leovolds, so he has a tropical island and a tundra. <laughs> Wait, in his... Uh, in his Maverick deck, yeah. Okay. Four Noble Hierarchs, which you need, because you have to hit blue for your Leovold. I think this is cool. I mean, I'll play this. There's a Merfolk deck in there. Oh, you could do Merfolk in all formats. Yeah, I thought about that, but uh, we don't have enough uh, of of a few cards to do that. <laughs> yeah paul really wanted to play merfolk in in legacy and i was like uh, uh no <laughs> i'm i'm doing the podcast i get to play legacy he's like oh, yeah, right. i'll just play uh merfolk and i'll just chalice everybody out and i'm like 
as fun as it would be to watch you like like people can't get mad at Paul for some reason. So they uh, just uh-huh. like get chaliced and then they're like both laughing about it. It's the weirdest thing in the world to me. Um but uh you know, having him chalice at every single person on on turn 1 or 2. He plays with a one of gemstone cavern. <laughs> so that he <laughs> like can see do his chromox or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, um it should be it be interesting to see if there's if all that DNT holds up. I wonder if DNT is the, is like you said, like just a deck that people can get, and that explains why there was so much of it in this tournament. Yeah, it's a deck that you can have, or it's a deck that you can play, right? Yeah, you can you can let your friend borrow DNT. It's not that expensive, you know. Like, or you know, the, maybe or you have to do something that day. Yeah, among the three or of you, also you, you have know? all the cards for it, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. what what's in this deck that you wouldn't have? Just port, you know, Wasteland was in Eternal Masters, and so was Caracas. So. And I bet I bet there's a non-zero number of people out there that are like play play the wastelands that I have and play you know ghost quarters and see what happens. Yeah. But anyway, that should be cool. Um, let me get a quick one. But do we want to talk at all about standard bannings? Were you surprised? Um, I wasn't particularly surprised. I, I think it was good foresight on their end to ban four cards instead of just one. Yeah. Um, you know, seeing that they were like, oh, energy is a problem. Let's get rid of these two cards. Sure, you're still allowed to play energy. I was like, okay. And then I was like, oh. And they solved the other problem that was going to be inherent to banning that was like red deck wins. Now people can actually brew. Um, yeah. It makes standard look like, you know, maybe this is not, this could be fun, you know? So I, I, I would uh, I would check standard out. Uh, in fact, are that's we, why we built the deck. Are we sure that energy is not legacy playable? I'm I know you're going to try and talk me out of it. I just um, I just spent the last week hearing about how oppressive it was and how horribly designed it is and how it's just free value. I just and can't I'm sitting imagine. here like, you could do that in Legacy. Why not? I just can't imagine you one like turn one, you're like I'll cast what is it Aether? A tune with Aether. A tune with Aether, uh, and then your opponent's just like, thank you. I'm going to do something stupid now. You know, like but. But you can put Force of Will in the deck. I mean, it's got a bunch of blue cards. Sure. You can you... put Force of Will, Brainstorm, and, and and Tropical Islands and stuff in it anyway. Um, like, basically, you... let's let's assume you just play, like, you, you play Legacy Mana Base, except you have Ether Hub instead of Wasteland. Sure. Right? So it's like Ether Hubs, then Trop Volcanic, and then Fetch Lands. And then you want to play a couple basic lands because you have a tune. Yep. And then you play, uh, you know, Brainstorm and Force of Will. And you're probably, I don't know, there's there's cards in that. You're not going to play that thing that's like pay X energy, gain control of the creature or whatever. Well, I think you're not you going to play like play, the Scarab God. So like, you you got you make room. Yeah, I mean, I think you would just, it would just be like a show and tell deck with uh, Marvel, right? Like you play the most broken energy card. You play the most broken energy card. That's actually good. That's another point because I forgot that Marvel was also an energy yeah, card. Yeah, like, I mean, what, but how, like, I'm listening how are you to people talk you're about how. Marvel, right? Be like, oh, look how busted! Like, this is so busted! Like, this is the most busted thing ever! And I'm like, yeah, I mean, like, you know, okay, like, sure. So they cast a true name nemesis, and I guess how do you beat that, right? But I don't know. You just have force of will. I don't know. Your po- I mean, if they you... cast a true name nemesis, but you cast Emrakul, uh, I feel like that's fine, right? Like, the thing is, is you just don't have the ramp to like get four mana into play like faster than your opponent. Like, I guess you could play like. Some kind of weird, like, Nick Fit thing with, uh, you know, Veteran Explorer. I, I, was, 
I was just talking about like the ori- the regular energy deck, like just the aggressive was, like, energy you deck. You move some cards around, and you know, like you you make room for legacy cards, and you just play the deck, you know. Yeah. Like if energy is just a free resource, like no one no one has tried it. And I I mean I'm not saying that it that I think I that I figured it out or anything. I'm just sort of like, huh, you know. I mean we always we joke around about how these standard bannings, like it's a joke that cards are being banned on like that cards are going to be in the same breath as like Skull Clamp and uh, Stoneforge Mystic yeah. and Mind Over Matter, right? Mm-hmm. And I've been I've been like you know, the number one person, like, ready to make jokes about it. But, like, you kind of, like, you just listen to what, how people talk about this mechanic and, like, you know, like, I don't I don't know. Maybe. You never know. Attune, by the way, is a shuffle effect for Brainstorm. I suppose <laughs> that's <know>? true. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's just... So Rogue Refiner pitches to Force. You need, like, a, like, so if they put out something that, like, really brought the deck together in, like, a commander set where they're like, this creature makes energy, you know, like, that kind of thing... Yeah. Maybe, but like it's still missing like that oomph. Well like, maybe you could maybe you could play Marvel. I mean that's a little harder <laughs> to save up for, right? Yeah, but I, I mean I, I like think... you could play you could play Marvel and you could play uh show and tell in the same deck. There's no reason not to, right? Like you could show and tell in a Marvel and then and then like just cast some other spell off of your Marvel. Marvel just casts spells too. Yeah, so like, is Marvel like seriously? So like, <laughs> this, this this sounds terrible. But I re- I really want to talk about this though because I think it's funny. Like we we joke around about how like these cards are all terrible. And it's so funny they're being banned. But then it's sort of like, well, hold on a second. Like, is Marvel that much harder to set up than Hypergenesis? Right? Like Hypergenesis. Well, there's a tier one deck. deck that, <laughs> well, that's the point. Like people, like no one would. Like, well, Hypergenesis, like, you got Spirit Guide, Spirit Guide, Land, and you win, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But that's assuming you have Spirit Guide, Spirit Guide, Land, and Violent Outburst, right? Yeah. You know, you don't always have that. And this the Marvel deck is going to be way more consistent at setting up your draw. It's going to have a you're, – you're not going to be restricted. You can play Brainstorm and all that kind of stuff, right? I mean, so – and, like, yeah, and then you just, like – marvel out the stuff it doesn't it, it come it doesn't come into like the number one complaint about marvel didn't come into play tap like good <laughs> because you don't have to untap with it you just play it and then you get priority and you activate it yeah now i guess you could, you could be stifled but you know then you just activate it again <laughs> i don't know I, I i think it's interesting i wonder if, if anyone will try it maybe i will maybe that's a magic online project to bring it all in certain to circle like you know pick up these cards since they're cheap on magic online and see if you can get it to work yeah, I mean, the, the thing is, is like, what cards, you know, what cards generate uh, energy that are going to make your deck go, right? Like, that's the thing. So, like, you have to look at cards that w- wouldn't even do that. Like, you've got to play, like, a Servant of the Conduit for, like, mana slash energy so that you can, like, get that, like, turn three play, I guess. Okay, so you go mm-hmm. Attune, mm-hmm. Servant, like, Attune, like, Hub, Okay, attune then hub servant, mm-hmm. and uh, you've got five, right? And then the next turn, <laughs> I don't How know. How much does it take to make either works Marvel work? Is it six or is it four? Is it six? Hold on, I gotta look it up. <laughs> I haven't. I mean, it's been so long since I saw. It's that been before. so long. I can't even find it. I'm trying to find a deck list for it, and I can't find one. Um. um oh, and also like with it's top the top six, six cards. It's six. Yeah. 
it's six. So it's yeah, a lot. So the, I mean, it's the, whenever you per- also okay, whatever permanent you control is put into a graveyard, you get an energy counter. So that means how you got to play with permanents. How about you? Uh, you cast Rain of Filth. You sack all your lands, get your energy, Whoa. and then you let, then you therapy them with the black mana, and then you just activate it. <laughs> you therapy them for whatever diabolical. I don't know. Why not? I don't know. I, I just think it's. I, I think it's funny like that. No one's no one has tried it, right? No one has tried this mechanic that that has torn standard asunder more than anything else has. I think ever, right? Like, I mean, affinity was bad, but it was gone in one whack, right? Yeah. Like, and and Stoneforge and Jace was more just like I don't. People were less mad. About, I think people are more mad about the cost of the cards than the actual deck being yeah. good, you yeah, know. Yeah. But this thing has been four bans in a in a year, <laughs> like four standard bans have been caused by this mechanic, and no one's tried it in Legacy or Modern. It seems maybe someone's tried it in Modern, but and you still have it. You still have Marvel. You still have Dynavolt Tower. You know, like and not the Dynavolt. I don't know. Dynavolt Tower might not be great, but um. I don't know. <laughs> I uh, feel like I feel like you're just like, what are you talking about? Like, that, that, that was what I was thinking about I mean, all I'm week, not, and I was waiting I'm, to ask you. Like, <laughs> I'm not saying it's impossible, uh, but I, I think that it, there you'd have to do some real workshopping to to make it work. And I think that uh, you know, for for my money, uh, Rugger and Bouncer look a better. Like, would I rather play Teamer Energy or Teamer Delver? You know, like. Uh, obviously you know the answer to that question, but, um, you know, uh, there's, there's, there's some legs to what you're saying. I just don't know. I'd have to have a better view of all these cards and because they existed in decks at different times and you're basically only using, you know, cards from like two sets to create energy. I'm just worried that there's not enough, uh, leverage there that your opponent won't be able to be like, Oh, days you lose. Hold on a second. There's only a few cards that create energy. You're literally playing Infect, which has appeared in one block. Like it's the that's what I'm, that's maybe where why I thought about this with you specifically. Like, I okay, um, point taken. But <laughs> like, the, the it's only not like it's that, not like these narrow things. Like they found you found ways to break it though. I think that's the point. You found out to yeah, break with you, like a big. Yeah, you can generate so, yeah. a a finite number of of Infect and and win the game pretty decisively. Uh, whereas, whereas you might need to be able to create something like 10 to 10 to 12 energy to, to win the game, you know, against a blue deck. Okay. How about Snapcaster Attune? Better. Like for sure. Right? Definitely now, better. Now, now, that's a credible card, right? But that's three mana, man. So many mana. I guess, yeah, you, you know, you are stuff. tuning, you stuff. are tuning. So you're putting lands into play. It just seems like uh, it, it's so hard to to think about plays after turn three. How do people do that? Well, you got to be able to kill stuff, right? Yeah, I, think... I mean that's and that's you're not playing. Okay, maybe you're not playing. Okay, I'm, I found a Marvel deck list. You're probably not playing Woodweaver's Puzzle Knot and Legacy, though no. you could Ancient Tomb that thing out. And you could be like a, a chalice energy deck. Like there's lots of things you could do. Okay. Like that's a point. Legacy has tools that you can yeah, yeah. move around. You move um, the tools around and you figure out the way. Okay. 
I'm sorry. I'll stop now. Chal- I just, chalice, this is really... chalice seems like actually something like a chalice energy deck seems like a thing. Because, like, oh, if, is... you, if you were to go, like, you know, Aether Hub into Chalice into, you know, or sorry, uh, Chalice into, like, uh, Blood Moon, right, off of an Aether Hub, you don't care what your lands are doing. Like, you're, you're going to get your basics off of uh, what's called uh, a Tomb with Aether. Um, you can't cast a tune through a chalice on one. <laughs> oh, no! That. But yeah. you can use the puzzle knots. The puzzle knots are two-mana artifacts. And they give... A, so Woodweaver's puzzle knot gives you six. Like, immediately, right? Yep, yep, yep. So, chalice, Woodweaver's puzzle knot, gain three energy counters. Then, sacrifice it, gain three life and get more. And play Marvel and win. You've got Harness Lightning in there uh, to, to do... Harness Lightning's a two-mana removal spell, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that gets around your chalice. Again, I don't know. I, I, I'm going to drop it, but... <laughs> it just was like, you know, no one's gonna, no one's tried it. This thing is has made standard into, like, the worst thing ever. And we're just not even going to try. Like, people tried Affinity. People tried Infect, you know? People yeah, I, were playing... And, you know, honestly, I don't know why more people don't try Affinity in... Uh in Legacy, because I, I don't think it's that bad. Um, I'm almost certain it's not bad. Yeah. It's just people probably just don't want to play that in Legacy. They can, they'll play it in Modern. True. Which is... Yeah. Which is ridiculous. They shouldn't be able to play it in Modern. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, but right. No, yeah, well, that's yeah. enough. <laughs> I think, that's enough for us tonight. <laughs> yeah, I think I think we've we've beaten this dead horse into uh, into oblivion at this point. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't well, know. Uh, it, Next week we get your tournament tournament report. So yes. we'll come back for that, everybody. Yeah, hopefully I don't just scrub out and immediately start playing legacy side events. So we'll see what happens. Or maybe you do, and then we get more tournament reports, right? Yeah. <laughs> Generally, when I scrub out and start playing inside events, I, I end up winning stuff because I'm the I'm the best worst person at the tournament. Right. All right, man. Have a good night. All right, have a good night. Can you see any more stuff? But that would go. Keep it up with the Joneses. Stop, stop, any more stuff? Can you see any more stuff? But that would go. Keep it up with the Joneses. Keep it up with the Joneses. Keep it up with the Joneses. All right. Where does he get those wonderful toys?